Mine's been. Mine's good to go, brother. Right? It's going. It's you see the red counting. I got all her rapping. I got. Okay. Okay. So we're good to go. Are you sure? I should check. Are you? Are you sure? Do you see numbers counting? You promised me in a red bar. The flash is on. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Oh, you see it though? I trust you. Android life be like. Because I'm trusting my brother. Android life be like. Because usually when you're recording with the flash on iPhone, like the flash. I can just keep mine on before I record though. Okay. Yeah, it's not an iPhone. Oh my God! There's no numbers. Ah! Oh! Ah! Ah! You're so funny. And he's drinking Bud Light right now too. That's funny. Or the Budweiser commercial? They'd be like, ah! On the phone. You know what I'm talking about? They better play that shit around for Halloween. Because the scream guy was like, ah! Your idea with the mask. I cannot wait for work. That's gonna be fucking hilarious. They're gonna be like, what the fuck? I I wear my stripper, so what I want to do for like the Halloween costume the last week of work, I'm gonna order a different serial killer mask for every day. But I can only do four because I only know four. So we got, um, I can get a Chucky mask. That'll be five. Yep. So it'll be Scream, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason, and then Chucky. Smart. <laughs> it's going to be fucking hilarious. I think it's a smart move. I think that it's like. Because uh, usually girls will dress up in costumes and shit. Nah, no, fuck that. I'm going to be on stage with my Scream mask on. I can't wait. Turn around the pole in a stripper outfit. They're going to be like, this bitch. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Like, I think it's funny. But then also I think it's sexy because the mask shit. Oh yeah, yeah. In a minute. I mean, I'll take it off while I'm walking around on like the fucking like floor and stuff because I'm like I'm probably won't get no sales that way because they can't see my face. But on stage, I'm gonna definitely wear that bitch. Hell yeah. (laughs) Do you think that you could at least one time just like hide in the hallway just to pop out with it on? I think when I go to the bathroom and take bathroom breaks, I'll wear it. So then I'm walking in and out the bathroom when customers come in for the Halloween party and shit. And be like, what the fuck? (laughs) Pretend like you're just like a mannequin and then start moving with it on. Oh my god, like okay, because yeah, because it's dark in there, so I can lean up on the wall and just be like. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you got to do it at least one time. You're not going to make any money off him. But There's, They just now start getting black mannequins, though, and, like, light-skinned mannequins. I'm not sure they're going to believe I'm a mannequin. But They'll we'll, believe. We'll, we'll try. <laughs> They'll believe. They will believe. Did you, did you start it, bro? Oh, cool. Awesome. That's what's up. Welcome to the Randy Savage Show. Bow, Welcome bow, to the Randy Savage Show. Oh, you said it perfectly the first time. Thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. We're here with Vin Leah, and uh, she is a musical artist. She is from Detroit, or actually, she lives in Detroit currently, but you're from the South? Is that where you're from? I Honestly, I moved around so much, it's hard. When people ask me that, I can't give no answer. But my music career started in Ipsy and Detroit, so we'll just, we'll just go from there. My rap career started in Ypsilanti and Detroit, Michigan. Where'd your life start? I was born in Westland, but then at one year old, I got moved around to Southern Kentucky, and then I moved around to every different town down there. Then I went to ten- Memphis, Tennessee, and then um, fucking like places back up in Michigan, and then back down there. Like I never stayed in one place for more than a year. So the longest time I've ever lived in one place has been in Ypsilanti and Detroit for the past couple of years. So we'll just roll with that. All right. <laughs> all right. I hate when people ask me where I'm, where I'm from. I'm like, well, all over. I don't. I wish I could give you an answer. Do you not want to talk about the South? We can talk about anything you want. Okay, I want yeah, that's maybe. that's why I, I wanted to. Honorable, like I like I okay. said, like yeah, because I'll be, we should people should be having conversations about shit that we talked about on the way here, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to ask. So what was uh, what did you say it was? Where was it in the south? Corbin, Kentucky. Kentucky. It's like it was right on the border with Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. What was that like growing up there? Do you hell. remember any of it? Or? It was hell. 
<laughs> really? Really? Oh. Well, for the most part, I mean, luckily I had my younger siblings, like, were, were my rocks, but growing up there, um, so from the ages of probably, like, so around, I want to say five or six, like, I, like, started having problems with my feet, and I couldn't fucking walk. I couldn't walk, so yes. I had, yeah, I had two surgeries done on each feet, or foot, <laughs> I keep on saying that, on each foot, until I was, like, 13, 14, and then I was the only black kid down there, and I was mixed. I was the only black kid in the whole town. I was mixed. so Still mixed? Yeah. Still mixed. That didn't change. All Me right. walking, that's what changed, though. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy because you you say you dance now, so it's crazy that you couldn't walk. You couldn't walk for I how know, long? I know, and now I'm walking across stages and I get to perform and shit, you know? Like, I came a very long way. So I want to say about six, seven years of my life, I was in a wheelchair or in a cast or in a walking boot or in a walker or sitting on my ass. I even got homeschooled for fifth and sixth grade because I couldn't walk. When could you start walking? All the way without having no extra help. Like you walk right now. Since um, I want to say 13. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I had some time to get on my feet. I mean, so it's not good. I would not have wanted that, but at least it happened right before like puberty. Like that. at least you got it before thirteen. I uh, yeah no yeah I am I'm really grateful that I can like I said I can't even do that shit at all. So yeah, you talked about though performing on stage, right? So have you done any performances for your music yet? Have you done hella performances? Like I'm everywhere from Ipsy to Detroit. I was out in Chicago a couple of years ago. Um, I did Backwoods of Bonfires twice. I did Hannies and Hamburgers last year. Um. Uh, like what else? Like I've been a ton of them. Ziggy's and Ypsilanti. Um, the industrial complex like twice. I've done probably I want to say like thirty or forty performances in the past two three years. So backwards and bonfire is actually where I saw you. Oh really? Yep, that's how I. Oh, found which one? You. This one or the this last one. one? This one? Yeah, this really? one. Really? Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I enjoyed oh it. Oh my gosh, the girls right in front of me were hating on stage, but I feel like they were just being. Like, what does that mean? Explain. Like, I, I'm curious. I'm curious. Dancers, weird looks. I feel like it's because I had like a white dancer with me. Let's get into it. Get but, Eddie okay, with it. Okay, I feel like it's because I had a white dancer with me, and they were like All like right. laughing at her, and it's just because like I don't know. I believe in unity with my mixed ass, so that's why like I always try to make like my. So the backwards of bonfires that last year I had like four dancers with me, but I always try to mix and include everybody because I don't want any want to feel excluded from my music you know everybody's welcome to listen to it I don't know um, I feel like that's also the change we need in the world and like I feel like it expresses me the most when I can have a mixed racial group of dancers on stage and I was honestly a little bit nervous to that during that performance because they were like making me a little bit nervous but then I, after that it made me grow from that performance a lot because I'm just like you know after that like fuck everybody I enjoy what I do and <laughs> that's about it alright what well, can I cuss on this you can, can you bleep it out but try to keep it minimal for 15 minutes. Okay, I'm going to try. You know and, my hood, right? And, I'll and, try. And you know my boy. My, my boy's watching the time. You got it. I'll lead by example, and I'll help you out. You know what I'm saying? Okay, cool. I've been trying to, like, low-key slow up on my rapping anyway because my music started to turn just into something, like, younger people can hear. Okay. So I've been trying to work on my mouth, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's no reason to curse. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's no reason. Your mother wouldn't want you cursing. The fuck she want? I mean. <laughs> Dang, she did it right off rip, dude. She, she meant the funk, the funk she want. She it tests your verbal skills to try honestly, to not swear, though. Honest, yes, it does. You know it? what I mean? It, you know it what does, I mean? doesn't it? Um, yeah. I was about to say, like, yeah, my mom, bless her heart. Um, she kind of always, like, regardless of her faults, always wanted us to be, like, whoever we were, whatever the girl was. Like, what color was your mom? She was white. Your, all right, so your mom was white, mm -hmm. and then your father was the uh, black one? Mm -hmm. All right, okay, because you're mixed. Yes, I am. Okay. All right. Continue. My bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. I forgot what we were talking about. You're talking about your mother, and she always wanted you to be yourself yeah, and do what you want. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, out of everything else, she never held us back from us expressing who we were. 
if that makes okay. sense. Like, um, we, I didn't have the best childhood. My siblings didn't have the best childhood. But the one thing I can always respect my mother for is that she always let us express the way we were. Yeah, I was wearing hand-me-down clothes that came from her or everybody else. Or they were really, like, look like that we were damn near about to be we were homeless on a few occasions or we dressed for a long time, like social services should come pick us up. But at the same time, she always let us dress the way we wanted, talk the way we wanted, seeing what we wanted, color and painted what we wanted. She always encouraged like expression. And I feel like it's because like growing up, she didn't have that like choice. Like physically, my physical needs with that woman, bless her heart. I love her so much. were not always met, but my emotional ones for the most part, besides the stress yeah. were like, you know, she tried to care about. So I'll always um, respect her for that. Okay, so, <clears throat> so you're saying at least from like a spiritual or emotional side, she gave gave you the confidence. Yeah, she wouldn't let us. She not she would never hinder who we were. That's like cool. my mother was like when I was in jail, her and my ex were the only people that would call me. And I have a large family, a large friend base. Mm-hmm. The only people are not calling me, but the only people I could call every single day and would pick up the phone no matter what they're doing was her and him. Wow. Mainly my mom. And the thing is, is that I was really close with my grandma growing up and stuff and my aunt, but like they wouldn't always take the call. But my mom, even as poor as she was during that time while I was in jail, always made sure she had money on the card. When that five bucks to that conversation could have meant that she was going to eat that day or get her cigarettes, you know, but she always made sure that I can, she would pick up the phone when I called. She was always right there. Rather she was at work no matter what it was. So emotional support she does her best at and i could always i'm grateful for that at the very least i liked that that was mm-hmm. nice it felt like it was coming from the muse mm-hmm. all right so the south you go to high school there no i went to bevel high school up here only for a short amount of time i got expelled from bevel high school at like my senior year the first semester but i did get my diploma still i still graduated what'd but you I get expelled, expelled for um, well, I had a couple of close friends that weren't really close friends and they held something over my head and had people bullying me. And then one day at lunch, they were saying some things that hurt my feelings. And this is the situation where I learned how to watch my anger. Now, nobody could probably get me out of character to want to hit somebody. Mm. But, um, I got jumped, but because I whooped their ass and then they were white and they had the money and they had the lawyers. I'm the one that got expelled and I had to pay $900 worth of court fees, do community service and get A and B on my record at 17. bullying me but becky and felicity when you guys watch this i know we already talked about it just know i appreciate you for helping me grow but at the same time fuck y'all i mean i'm funk y'all funk and it's and it's everywhere funk (laughs) y'all that's funny she's a white girl named becky of course the ones that talk the most shit right yeah 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 (laughs) possibly all right so another thing that i wanted to ask you is did you play any sports growing up did you do any type of physical activity that was school involved I really tried. Um, honestly, in high school, I was almost three hundred pounds. What? Oh so, shit! I didn't even. I didn't know that shit. I got the stretch marks to prove it. I got no kids, but I got the stretch marks to prove it. I had no clue. Well, because of my medical problems that I had, they put me on birth control. Which, because at one point, like I got my period and almost bled to death for three months. I was on my period, and I they put like I got blood backs from it, and then so they gave me the birth control pill, which made me gain a lot of weight. But the birth control pill gave me blood clots in my lungs, and I stopped breathing in my sleep. And I had to get taken off of that. And I gained a lot of weight and I was depressed. And plus, like, always having to worry about food growing up. And then when I moved in, like, um, with my grandma up in Michigan, that's how I ended up up here. Um, Like, moving up here, she, um, um, (laughs) 
uh, she will always like she helped me like eat. So then I was always eating everything in sight because it gave me like an eating disorder. And eventually, I think at sixteen, I like woke up and one day and I was like, I can't. Be- I don't want to get out of bed. I don't feel gross. So I decided to go to the gym and change my diet. So no, I mean I tried. I auditioned for cheerleading. I auditioned for volleyball. I really tried with volleyball, but no, no, they didn't. They never took me on the team, and probably because I was slow as hell. I never had that experience with sports growing up to get me trained for that shit. Your uh, stuff. I oh, experience yeah, yeah, yeah. get trained for that stuff. Uh, man, I, you know what I'm going to do, though? When I edit it, I'm going to make it so there's a coin jar. I wish I could get 25 cents. <laughs> then she'd stop. She would, she'd hold off on them cusses, <laughs> on the profanity. All right, but that's cool, dude. All right, so you didn't do sports. You tried. You were 300 pounds. You lost that weight. How'd you lose that weight? Um, diet and exercise. And a lot of times when people like, the thing is now, like I'm always going to be a chubby girl and I love my belly and I'm really proud of myself because a lot I of I heard time, it in your song. Yeah. Well, a lot of times I, I wasn't able to eat growing up. Right, 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 and, right. Like, um, so along that journey, it's not because I lost weight that made me feel good about myself. It's because I finally accepted myself because I gained some of it back. Like I was like probably really thin at one point, like I nothing at all. And then I gained some of it back and then I realized, well, the only reason why I feel this way about myself is because of the beauty standards and what they said on people and the women. Like it's, fudging ridiculous <laughs> right right i don't you know what i mean and it makes it makes me feel like and, and like now looking back like now i'm really proud of it but I, it's a lifestyle change when you do want to decide to get healthy it's not when you go on a diet you have to make sure to pick something where you can do constantly you don't want to just diet just to diet you know you want to diet is something that you can do forever because yeah. if you don't you're gonna go right back to wherever it was you started i always encourage people to get healthy but at the same time rather you're getting healthy or you decide you don't want to or you're worried about your body size do not worry about it at all it's because of the way this pressure is and this patriarchal assets i'm patriarchal ag society 25 cents dude (laughs) that makes you feel the way you like you feel about yourself like i really hate that women like a lot of us feel a lot of pressure and don't feel really accepted just not from others but by ourselves because of when we look on social media we see girls with unrealistic like bodies and unrealistic faces and it makes me so sad because i hated the way i looked growing up because of my history i would hate to have another kid to grow up the same way you know so that's why i put that in my song because just like when somebody listens to it maybe a teenage girl listens to it and the very first lines of the song is um b i got a stomach and i'm really proud of it i would like it's like okay wow there's this girl that's you know, she makes music, she strips, and she's proud of the fact that she's a little bit, like, you know, she's chubby and stuff. Like, I yeah. would hope, like, yeah, I would really hope, because, like I said, I hate the way I felt growing up, and I would do not want other people to feel the way I felt, because I hated my skin I was in, and that was, like, the saddest thing ever. Like, how am I six years old and hating how I look like? Because of all the whites around you. Exactly. Or comparing myself. Right. You know, and it was really lonely because it made me feel like I was all alone. And it mainly, there was probably some nice kids at that school in elementary and middle school. But it's because of the way I felt about myself, I wasn't able to connect with others. And it made me internalize a lot of stuff. I didn't start processing a lot of trauma until, I want to say, this year. I'm 23 now. This year, huh? I just turned 23 this month. This year, yeah. Is when I started to deal with the things that actually happened to me. Started going like therapy and music therapy and talking to people about it. I mean, I always was open about it, but I just now started healing from it this year. Sat down and realized, like, dang, like, this wasn't fair. This happened to me, and it was okay because I'm still here now. You know what I mean? Like, so my question is, did you experience any like race? Like, was there no like hard racism out there? No one ever called you like, well, 
Heck yeah, yeah. That's like anyone I mean. ever call you like a like a nigga or like uh, also definitely like, the N word um, or the hard ER was hit a couple of times. I got yeah. Oreo. Yeah, you can say the it. By the way, the person I even called dad called me Swirly Girl growing up, which swirly I don't claim him as my dad. Girl. Yeah, he called me Swirly Girl growing up. Um, he used to say that he used to use the N word heavily, him heaven like heavily himself, and then be like, but not you though, because you're my daughter. Like nigger? Yes. He okay, used to say okay. that shit. Uh, yeah, he used to say that shit. He used to say that shit hard himself. This okay. white man, which I like I said, I do not claim him. It was the person that took me on his wing. Like, how the fuck can you say I mean, how the fudge could you say that about other people and then like not feel that way towards me? How does that make any sense? And then I realized growing up, like after things that had happened to me, that he always thought of me less than like my siblings. And I didn't realize looking back, like how unfairly I was treated. And but like yeah, Oreo's really guys get bullied on the bus. Um on one time I was fighting like a kid in the library over a Twilight book. Boy or girl? Boy. Oh, and okay. he pushed me down and breaks my arm. He it, it broke your arm. He pushed me down and when I went to catch myself, I broke my arm and he didn't get in no trouble for it. My mom was in the office trying to raise hell, but no one actually gave a fudge. I had racist ass teachers. It was flipping crazy because it was just in the early 2000s and you know it's just crazy because it's just like how do you not care about a child's human life like that like a girl one time my hair was always long and curly like a little bit more curly than it was now and i used to like lay back on a desk she literally cut my hair at school because it was on a desk god <laughs> oh my god that's crazy yeah like it was it was crazy i had a friend down there her name was destiny moore right destiny moore shouts out to destiny moore by the way since you said oh no yeah, no i guess I, not i, mean, I guess not know. i mean i really hope she's doing i really hope she's doing well we hung out again for like the first time ever recently but okay. we had a mini phone i don't know i forgive and i love everybody but she was like somebody in school that had a lot of friends okay and she stood up for me and uh -oh. if it wasn't for her and me being able to go to her house i probably would not be where i am like right now i probably would either would try to kill myself by then or i would have been sad as hell but it's because of the fact that she stood up for me like, you know, yeah, shout out. Regardless of what happened in our adulthood, shout out Destiny for real because if it wasn't for her and our friendship and her like, dang, well, you're different. And I know why now because she's an out lesbian now. So she, oh. so she probably always liked girls at the same time. So she probably could relate to me, you know what I mean? Because I got stood out and she knew something about herself that she couldn't be outwardly about because in the South, they're really like, you know, you know, it's really a red, white, and blue down there. But um, <laughs> yeah, they don't, they don't allow any of that yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, now looking back, I'm like, that's why she stood up for me and took me like, and we hung out. It's because of the way that she was. Okay. You know? Why'd you ever fallen out? Um, um, because of, uh, I, when I brought her up here, she got really close to a girl that I'm no longer friends with. Just female drama. I don't know what had happened. I don't even remember why I'm mad. I tend to forgive before I forget. So when I don't, like I said, I don't like being out of character anymore. And I really just genuinely love and wish like the best for everybody. So anytime some situation happens or someone hurts my feelings, I automatically forgive them. And then I forget about it later on. But, you know, I just, you know, I still appreciate her for what she did for me. Nevertheless, I mean, there has to be a reason why I cut you out my life because I'm like loyal to a fault. There'd be no reason for me to cut you out if you didn't do me bold. But I did cut you off. But I still wish the best for her, whatever she's doing. You know, I hope she's doing well. OK. All right. So growing up, did you go on vacations? We could barely afford a place to live or food half the time. I ain't going on vacation. Well, even I know I know families that grew up kind of poor and they still would like well, their that mom would be would nice. Take them you know, if my something. dad wasn't on meth. Okay, all right, all right. So no vacations. Or the person I called dad, if he wasn't doing drugs, that would have been nice, you know. If I have oh. parents, I probably could have. Like, when I tell you we were dirt poor, like, literally the floors on our ground was dirt. The ground was dirt. Well, in the trailer in Kentucky, yeah, like, it was dirty. Like, literally, like, you couldn't walk across, like, your feet getting seasoned. And I remember when we lived in Louisville, Kentucky, off during at the market, we didn't even have a working bathroom. Oh, my goodness. 
And the roaches and the mice used to fight over the dog food. Like, me and my brother. Ah, that's so funny. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm sorry. That's sad, but that's funny. funny. <laughs> I'm glad you that was a joke. But it was real life, but it's still a joke. No, me <sighs> me and my sister, my brother, and my stepsister at the time, and sometimes my sister's boyfriend used to share one mattress, like, on the floor. And, like, in the middle of the night, like, I like I would be like, what's going on? All you hear is a mouse scratch. <laughs> And it's because I walk out and like literally there's roaches covering the mice because there's dog food on the ground for our dog. Just eating the mouse? Yeah. Wow, what a savage life they're living. Yeah, definitely worse than ours. We didn't have a working bathroom there in Louisville, Kentucky. Shout out to that crappy egg landlord. There you go, ag landlord. I know my mama was like always laying on rent, but like, you know, you couldn't make sure we had a walking bathroom. Oh, for sure. For sure. Should have called some type of government official on that one. Yeah, All I right. don't think she cared. She had too much going on. How old were you when you did, like, your first song? Um, That's a good question. Either 17 or 18. I mean, I performed a lot growing up. So when, I would say when I was, like, four or five, even when I was, if I was in a wheelchair, in the South, the people at the church always thought me as a charity case because I was the only black kid there. So, so they were <laughs> nice to you. They were very nice because, oh, my gosh, I can help out this black kid. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I can do some charity work. This underprivileged child. That's how they felt. So they but they to, were nice, though, right? They were, I appreciate them being nice to my face, but it was subliminally racist. Like, but anyway. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, down there in the south, oh, like, First Baptist Church was my first church choir. We were in a, like, I think I was five or six, seven. I broke my first foot. I was in a wheelchair. My brother, my younger brother, um, James, he was singing a solo song, and they wheeled me up to him because he started messing up, so I started singing with him. It was at First Baptist Church, and then after that, they put me in all, like, their like their, their Christmas pageants after that. And then, like, you know, when we lived anywhere in Kentucky, there's churches around every corner. So I was always in the church choir, and in eighth grade, um... I was in this group called Project Reaction with my sister Ruby and um, this person named Greg, he run it. He paid for our, um, he ran it. He paid for our, uh, our trip because it cost money to go there. He paid for our trip and he bought us the stuff like the soaps, the duffel bags, clothes to go perform. I think we went to North Carolina, South Carolina. We were up in Pennsylvania. We also went all the way down south. We went to Florida. We went to Georgia and I was performing with this choir. And they also took me to a Winter Jam concert, which is, like, the biggest Christian music festival there is. Okay. And after that, like, I realized, like, dang, like, between that and the music I listened to and seeing how people changed their life with music, I realized I wasn't going to let that go. Because after all the things that was happening with me, the only thing that seemed stable was the fact that I could sing. Was you still in the wheelchair at this moment? Um, no, I was walking at that point. You was walking at that point. Yeah, I was walking, walking at that point. But actually, during some of the practices, I had, like, a boot on because I was healing from a surgery. But I was walking at that point. Since it was Christian, let's, go in, let's get into that. How do you feel about the Lord? Are you into him? You Is it real? Crazy? What's up with the God? Uh, white Jesus, hell no. Nah. I heck no. Nah. I heard you white, say a little something about white well, Jesus. Well, white earlier. Jesus, heck no. Nah. But I did want to say a couple of days ago, not even going to lie to you, okay. I finally surrendered to like an all creator, if that makes sense. Explain. It, well, the way that it is, like, I always question it because the Bible never made no sense to me, but it's also written, written ass or ag backwards. The Bible is, first of all, women make wife in their womb or life in their womb, why the heck does the Bible just bash women the whole time and color people and mixing tribes? It never made no sense to me. But then after a while, I started getting into Egyptian culture a lot, and I started looking at, like, the history and the things from that and realized where black people actually stem from and where this world, like, came from. And I started to realize, like I said, it was, like, literally just, it's just all effed up from the beginning. Like, they had you so far from the truth, it doesn't even make any sense. And so I do believe in, like, a higher creator, 
I do believe in like some type of God, but it'd be masculine and energy, both like masculine and feminine energy, both not just one or the other. We got set up in a patriarchal society for the white man and all men are like black men, even though they're extremely oppressed, they're still going to benefit more than women because what we realize in this society, what they feared, they oppressed. But the harder you press on coal, the faster it turns into a diamond. So... I feel like um, it feared a lot. and But literally just the other night, I was realizing, like, oh, my gosh, like there's been a reason why like I've almost died three times in my life. The way I grew up, the fact that I actually tried to kill myself and didn't succeed and I've chased music this whole time. Like it, this, it made me actually realize there has to be because based off of statistics and how I grew up and what was going on, I should have to be dead, pregnant, doing like really some hard ass drug, but I'm not. Instead I'm making music and I'm here with you like with you right now. Yeah. And that's when we realize like there's something else out there working and going on, you know, if that makes any any time of sense. So I definitely been a creator. I um when you look at religions, I studied it a lot for like the past two years. There's like a common story in every single one. Mm. Like there's common like there's common like there's like similarities in every single one. When I, when I do research, I don't just look at one thing. I look at like 10 to 20 different things and I look at the common things that they say cuz the more often it's being said in different people's platforms or different people like posting the stuff or writing about it is um probably more accurate than like everybody else giving their own like area expertise if that makes sense. Yeah. So when you look at religion in a whole, yeah. there's always like a creator and always somebody being born to be walking the earth off of like something else like like the, let's say with jesus christ like he got like what like he got impregnated like mary his mom got impregnated same thing happened with krishna same thing happened with two other religions and krishna's buddhism or hinduism sorry and so like yeah i just look at the common similarities and with the ancient stories because i like to hide our history um that's when i realized yeah like yeah there's something else out there because we can all feel it it's a collective way of feeling and collective way of thinking. Everybody recognize it. And the darker your skin, the faster you're going to see it. So. Oh, dang. <laughs> all right. Dang. I don't know. All right. I don't even know. I don't know. It's interesting. A lot of people say that. Uh, I've noticed, uh, like, working, because I work with a lot more black people now, like, a lot of pro-black sometimes means, like, anti-white. What's that about? Have you ever noticed that? I did notice it. And the thing is, is that I always felt like it's good. I always feel like it's, <laughs> I do. I love you. But I feel like there's always good to be uh, to have black pride because you deserve to have that black pride because for a long time you weren't allowed to have it. And everybody has forgotten their history and their roots and where we come from. And like in Africa, we worship the earth and we trust our intuition and we worship the women. And like here it's written ag or ass backwards. I'll let you edit out to decide which one. <laughs> I think, but okay, all right, but all it's written right. back. It's written backwards. But I do realize there's a lot of anti-black people or anti-white people out here as a black people, and that is okay for you to be like that. Or there's even black people that don't like other black people. Or I even had a roommate one time. Oh my god, I couldn't stand this man. He told me he was like. I don't like poor black people. I only like rich black people. And what he meant, like, at the time, it really offended me. But at the time, I realized what it was. <laughs> Uncle Ruckus of our generation, right? Oh, he's, so he's black. He's black. He's, he's black. black. Okay, he's all right. He's blacker than you and me. Okay, okay. But, yeah. But I, like, <laughs> but okay. I realized what it was is because he's seen white people having an easygoing life. And, like, um, people, black people that, like, surpass the system having an easygoing life. Mm. It's not like he liked them or wanted them more or wanted to be like them more. It was because of the fact that he seen them having it easier, so he admired it. But for your answer, I do feel like it's good to have black pride, but not to the extent where you're reacting and being the same way as the people that treated us. Like, it's okay. Karmically, we're going to get our lake back. We already had Queen Elizabeth is dead. Ah, I don't like her either. That's so funny. Nobody likes her. She's like the major oppressor. Off the, like we, 
Oh my god. We're not gonna talk about I'm, her because we're not my because life. your podcast is gonna get taken down. You're I was gonna get censored. T- listen, you're gonna get I censored did, if listen, we were gonna listen. get into that. <laughs> I did an episode on her and I got eleven views. You're gonna get censored because I think they made it one, go down. No, because I'm mean, I'm gonna tell you this, but make sure you censor this out. It's because we're still ruled by Britain. Stop. Anyways, sure then I will. We're still, real, we're still real ah. You're gonna put, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's both censored. Listen, I made a TikTok about the church one time about like the story I told you. Yeah. So in the same, like, I'm not to get off track. I'll go bring back 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 to the story. But in that story, bro, like I was, I remember eating, sharing one can of spaghettios, me and my sister and brother. I'm pulling up in a wheelchair in a church bus, but I get to the church in Southern Kentucky, and I look up, and it's the highest ceilings I've ever seen before. And the preacher's preaching off marble countertops. And there's velvet couches. And the books are the nicest books I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. Not the ones I have or the school, but the nicest books I've ever seen. And there was food and healthy food at that and tons of it where we were struggling to have it. Or we had the food stamps to get it. And it would be the stuff that my mom could afford to buy in abundance. At the church? Are you at the church? No, at home. But at the church, we'd have healthy food. So yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I started yeah. questioning Christianity in itself. Because, like, if you also think about think about the Catholic religion, right? They went around, and it was the 16 or 1700s, just killing people, <sighs> murking them off if you didn't believe in Jesus Christ. What kind of fucking Christian does that? Or fudging Christian does that? <laughs> I, I, I guarantee we're past 15. I think you can swear on that. But, yeah, yeah, like, what kind of fudging Christian does well, that? Well, one that wants to make sure everyone else is a Christian. Exactly, so exactly. And that's when King James wrote the, wrote the Bible. The book of Enoch is way more accurate, and it has more Egyptian base, too. I don't know if you ever, I read parts of it, but I have not read all of it because they keep it separate. And they don't want they don't want to sell it. And then if they do, they make it extremely high price. So people in poor communities, i.e. POCs, can't afford it. POCs, people of color, ADOS Americans, African descendants of slavery. That type of thing. Yeah, and that's why they were so pressed at the get-go for us to have our education so we can't recognize our power. I don't know. I'm starting to think a little bit differently than how I grew up thinking. I used to think like well, you were blessed. Your life, what we heard in the car, your lifestyle was blessed. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. You were though. You really like that's the way that everybody wants to raise their family, you know. And I'm, I love that your parents did that with you. Me too. Me too. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, maybe thank you. Respect. They did a good job. But don't you believe that any color can ascend beyond like the hood or or poverty? Most definitely. Most definitely. We should like. But the thing is, is that we're not always all given that equal opportunity. The reason why I got like put in jail is because I was breaking the law. And it's because at that time, I figured that was the best choice for me. But I didn't know the resources I had available. I didn't know the help I could have, have asked for. I didn't know the boundaries I had to place because I grew up so rough. Excuse me. Okay. I grew up so rough. So it's a lot of like it's a lot about uneducation, which is changing now. Thankfully, because of social media and mainly TikTok, because TikTok is governed by a third party. Mm. It's from from another country. That's why Donald Trump tried to ban it. So therefore, the government can't censor it. So if any information you want, you can post on TikTok. TikTok is doing its best to try to censor it because a lot of websites and everything else get censored by the U.S. government. But since TikTok is China made, they don't really have a lot of power. And remember when we remember, like, I don't know if you read about it ever, but Donald Trump literally, when he was in office, tried to take down the TikTok and he couldn't. Oh, I remember. It's just. You the- remember? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That like because you can literally post what you want and it can go around. It can get like filtered to a certain extent. But that's where a lot of people's education have been coming from. And social media nowadays is why this next generation of kids are like so smart. When I smoke weed on it, they take my shit down. Of course, because you're a higher vibing. You see, I can't. Well, smoke- that's I'm saying on TikTok. Uh, no, I'm saying, oh, like, oh, you can't do that. You can't smoke weed and don't use cuss words. If you do cuss and the, if you caption your stuff, don't do it. Well, that's they what can't I'm promote saying. drugs because it's not illegal in all states. 
And it's not legal in their country. It's legal here in Michigan, but it's not legal everywhere else. But if me share. and you go live on Twitch, which is worldwide, because this is Michigan, we can smoke blunts the whole time. No problem. So what's that about? You know what I'm saying? Maybe America's starting to get their hands into it a little bit more. I don't know. It's a good thing I was born in a white family and have a white boyfriend. Otherwise, I'd probably be killed for the things I talk about and rap about. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, do you want or did you want to try to perform your song? I know you. So if you can't play it while we're recording, I know at minimum I could probably play it. I could play it on my phone and then put it up to here while she does it. And well, then you can't perform it, but like. If you want to do that, you can. You still can't do that, but you can still get the like the energy of me performing while doing playing on the beat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. I and I'm gonna be on like I'm gonna be right. I'm gonna be accurate the whole time. Do you want me to still play? And that's why I said I no, can. No, yeah, I can. I'm gonna email so you. you I'm gonna email. No, I'm gonna email you the song. I can hear it perfectly from there. I can email you the song, but you can still get the energy of me performing. Oh, live. you can do both. Yeah, or like you can play it from the speaker. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Let me take a little sippy sip of this little juicy juice. I right. Why, so before you do it, I want you to state what the name of the song is and then like what tape it's going to be on or whatever. You know, I really like, enjoyed like before I do that. I really enjoy being here. Right now. Oh, thank you. You guys are great. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I appreciate that. If you guys, um, while I'm here, I love this pur purple room I'm in. You guys are, purple's my favorite color. If you haven't heard Purple Hearts from Kendrick Lamar already, you should listen to it. But go ahead. Say your oh no my song oh my 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 pop 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 you want a promo first yeah you <laughs> yeah you're right all right the name of the song is called TBH to be honest um my name is Vinlia it's gonna be on my tape that comes out it's the tape the name of the tape is titled Urania if you wanna know the the meaning behind the word Google it and it'll be out on ten ten which is also my mom and my brother's birthday <laughs> there you go hit it bro. Uh, 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 look, bitch, I got a stomach and I'm really proud of it. Your great granddad been telling me how we love it. Got bullied as a kid, so now I say fuck it. Got a fat ass and your husband likes to touch it. Nappy ass hair, sound like tears when I brush it. Hating ass bitches like to tell him where to stuff it since you on my... <laughs> Shout out Ipsy, but the traits where I slum it. TBH, oh yeah, you might go, can you run it back? Yeah, you should, I fucked up, my bad. I started laughing. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. If you do it though, keep doing. You no, know, you had the right idea. I was Let it run. Going. He Let it go. She fixed yeah, it. It's yeah. fine. I'd laugh. They so literally do that in recording. Like Detroit rappers, go ah and keep going. Yeah, that's why I laugh. But it's okay. We can start. Just start it over. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck up again. But if you do, you got it. Obviously. Yeah. And some the thirty fucking shows I've done has helped me. Damn. Oh. That might have been it. See? We should have ran it out, dad. But, all right, well, you got a little bit. You got a little bit. You know what I'm saying? There's a preview. Make sure you check out the song. Maybe the on universe her album. wants it to just be held. Like, you know, I believe in divine. I believe in timing. I believe yeah. in synchronicities. Maybe he just wants us to wait. They got a snippet. They got a little taster. Maybe you got to wait for my tape. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't I don't know. But, um, uh, so I don't know. If it works, it works. But if not, not. I wanted to ask you more questions. You can always ask any questions you want. What's your beliefs on aliens? <laughs> I mean, if we exist, they have to exist, right? Get the fuck out of here, right? That's fucking the fact. That's the fudging facts, dude. That's like the gosh darn on, truth. If we exist on this planet in this one galaxy, there at least has to be, even if not in our own galaxy, other fucking like universes or galaxies where, or fudging universes or galaxies where aliens exist 
Because if we exist, they have to exist. The only reason that I think that they are a possibility of being real is just because of like, just like even from natural selection on Earth, almost every type of thing that can live does live. Exactly. And like human DNA is made up of all the other species on Earth. Really? Have you ever watched Rick and Morty? I've watched a lot of it. Yeah. I don't know what like season or show it was on, but he like crashed a spaceship and he was given like Rick, or he was given, Rick was given Morty DNA mm. to like help him um, to heal, regenerate faster. And he's like, okay. yeah, this is human DNA. It's mixed with all kinds of everything else. And I Googled it. So human, I'm actually reading this book. Oh my gosh. Called Sapiens right now. Sapiens. And it talks about the human evolution. And um, the professor is, he's from a Hebrew college in Jerusalem. And his first name is Yovel. I don't remember. I can picture it in my head, but I'm not sure how to pronounce it right. His first name is Yovel. The book is called Sapiens. It has like a red triangle on it, which I automatically trusted the book because of my red triangle or my triangles. Okay. And um, he's a, like a Hebrew college, like a Jerusalem is where he works at. I'm like on chapter three or four, but he talks about the human evolution. And one thing he pointed out to me was that everybody else, like every other species and then like the evolution to get to the top of their food chain took millions of years. It took millions of years where humans only took a hundred thousand. And it was because of our collective consciousness and because they are able to like our ability to work together, which I don't understand why we can't do that now. But what about uh, like um, other primates? They seem to work together as well, like bonobo. They chimps. do, but it still took them millions of years to reach the top of their food chain. Homo sapiens, which i.e. means humans, took only a hundred thousand compared two million to ten million years. That's like two million dollars to ten million dollars, right? To only a hundred thousand. That's like a fast agree, time yeah. to evolve. It makes us special. Yeah, it does. For sure. And I feel like it's because of like with the, like like the ability to work together and communicate oh, and communicate with each other. So they, he also said in the book the Homo the sapiens develop a communication language the fastest, and that's what made their like their species grow the fastest. It's because we were able to learn first off. Oh my gosh! Well, if you think about it like this, when a baby is born, all it wants is love and to be loved. Okay. So, and because of that, because we got that factor in our genetics, we were able to evolve the fastest. Oh, actually, I have heard that. That's funny. And that's why, like, affection an animal is an That's what separates thing. us from the rest of the animal kingdom. Because they're always only going to be worried about them after a certain point. Mm. And that's why we're also associated with, um, like you said, uh, with... Uh, primates. We're associated with primates a lot because of the fact that they look out for their young, the the most out of like all the other species and for a longer time. So that's why we like, we have the closest DNA with them, but we're human DNA is like made up of everything that's happening on this earth right now. But don't you, you think, think like the same, like skin that grows on mushrooms grows on your human body. I did not know that. Yeah. The pe like mushrooms eat us and we eat mushrooms. I've eaten many mushrooms. Me too. Magic mushrooms. I always wondered like, what if they put you in a state of like induced cannibalism to make you hallucinate because a lot of their percentage of what makes them their fungi is us well when you like do engage in cannibalism you don't psychedelically trip no but you go crazy that's only if you eat the brain the prions <laughs> what if that's what the mushrooms i did digest I don't know. I don't and have the answer. Either. I don't have I'm answer not that. a scientist. <laughs> but but um don't you believe that the aliens could have contributed to the quickness of our growth when it comes um, to our evolution? I think what if we were the aliens? Explain. Well, like I don't necessarily like I necessarily believe that maybe aliens like we can refer to as energies, right? So think about like the sun and the moon, right? How it controls the tides on earth and that salt water. 
You can't tell me the stars and the sun and the moon don't control the 70% of salt water that's made out of your body. No, I agree. So Exactly. So what if what we consider aliens are actually just the stars that's migrating and doing their same crap over and over again or in different ways because they're made out of boiling gas? If the sun and the moon, the same thing that makes them, makes the other planets in our galaxy and the stars in the sky, you can't tell me that it doesn't like affect our salt water bodies. And that's why I feel like astrology has helped me communicate with people um, a lot more clearly and a lot more effectively, you know? So... When I think about aliens, higher life forms, right? I think about them being on other planets. And I think about timing. So in this galaxy, the sun's going to rotate the same amount of time all the time. In this galaxy alone, they're only going to probably maybe get the same amount of time there as they do here. Because they're going to rotate in the same amount, amount of way. Because okay. sun is our way of life. Because we're, we're like, isn't Earth, is it Earth closest to the sun? I have no clue. I'm, hmm, I don't know. Let me look at my thing. Earth is one know. of the closest planets to the sun, but sun, but it's not the closest. But it could be farther out. But at the same time, it's still going to go around the same way that it does. So, therefore, we're all going to go around the same amount of pattern. That's why Mercury retrograde, I think, lasts like about 90 days. And so because of that, I believe that life form is going to develop in the same type of way. Um, but, but like, um, well, if we believe in aliens, it's a crazy thing. I don't believe that energy can be... So here we get taught since we're this big that energy is reduced, reused, and recycled on this earth. As in, you don't leave the ozone layer. So therefore, like when you pass away, um, or when you die, or like um, your energy is still gonna remain here on this ozone layer, right? Mm. But the more that your name is being said, because lyrics and symbols all resonate energy, like the way that we hear things is like your eardrum vibrates. That's how you hear. And the way you see things is by atoms moving quickly, fast, and the light, re- the light is reflecting off your cornea. And that's just basic science, right? And that's energy because them atoms that's making us see, they have to move at a certain vibration to bond together in order for us to see. So, therefore, yeah. if you're saying, like, a certain person's name enough and enough after they pass, they're probably going to still, or their energy is still going to remain because of the fact that because of symbols – because no matter what it is, this couch, this phone, this mic is either slow or fast moving atoms that make up to, for them to be exist. They still exist. It's just able to bond them and mold them together in order for them to be there. And that's what humans are expertise at. We're like we're, we are experts in being able to manipulate energy. That's why things are like existing here at this time. Physical things, spiritual things, everything else. So, yes, I kind of do believe in angels, but I more believe in the energy of the person that was there last. Like, what if Jesus was just the first celebrity? Wow. The first. Well, he wouldn't be the first, right? Because wasn't um, Judaism first and Muslim? And the people that taught that, absolutely. But, like, in this country. Allah. Or, no, what's his name? Who's who's the Muslim one? So, think about America as a whole, right? Like, when I told you about, like, cultures before and religions before where they took, like, where it's, like, a bunch of common similarities. What if they just studied colonizers, right? They were smart in what they did. It was strategic. They didn't just go somewhere and do something just to do it. Nah. No, it was always planned out. Think about, like, the way that Christianity is set up. Okay. So... I think the way that like that happened is because of the fact that they actually did their research on on other like they had the time to do it because they didn't like a lot of people with a lighter skin don't focus on their families as much as they should, you know? So they had time to focus their energies elsewhere. Okay. And what did they like actually like I don't know, took time to study culture and they read like King James, who's a white man. King James, the one that rewrote the Bible that literally governed our way of life here in this country, mm-hmm. also wrote a book on demonology. Okay. 
I didn't know that, but all right. How do you write a book on demonology and a book of the Bible? How are you access to both information? When you, you can meet people that actually speak the word of the creator and speak people like like low vibrational pe- like people, how do you write a book on both without one being not toxic from the other? Ooh, maybe you could. I don't know. I'm not a book writer. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. If I you have know. knowledge of both, why would you push both out? Because for me and you... Cause I can already tell you're gonna want what's best for your people, right? Yeah, me too. So how could you write a book in demonology? Oh, I mean, I loved Aleister Crowley's book on demonology. Okay, but how could you write a book? I can write demon- a book on demons. I can write a book, on but demons. to help people, right? If they just want to know about the demons, exactly. If they want to know, but why would you write a book of demonology that you can actually access them? And you oh, can like talk- I talk to them and stuff. Yeah, and I King mean, James also... You wouldn't do it for $100 million? Why the hell would I hurt people for money? Well, they're choosing to do it. But why would I put content out for money? Money is really evil. Money is just a representation of time. Because someone else will create it, right? Okay, well, good for them, but that's not going to be me. So it hurts I like your... In, uh, it, it literally would probably... I would want to kill myself if I hurt somebody. What if your music could hurt someone? You make music. <laughs> but it won't. What do you mean? Because I know my intention on this earth, and it's not to hurt. So the thing I look, I look at karmic as a balance. I'm also black and white. I remind you, if there is like something that's coming up that's just positive energy, there's gonna be something negative matching it. And I do know that my intention, I will never try to ever hurt someone intentionally. I could respond out of feelings, but I know my gut instinct is to never to hurt, is to help. I don't give a, I don't give an f if I make money off of it. I don't give an f if. I get publicity off of it. I do not care. I'm just not going to do anything in order to hurt somebody's feelings. And if I do do it intent- unintentionally, I want to try to learn from it. Okay, okay, unintentionally. Yeah. yeah if yeah, I do yeah. do it unintentionally, like, I'm still going to try to learn from it if, they are, like, if I'm able to know about it. I would never try to do that because all the things that I went through in life and the people and the friends that I've met that have actually done that to me, I would never want anybody to feel like me. What about like a boxer? Does a boxer bother you? I don't box. I know you. No, 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 no. I get it. No, you're I not gonna feel, hurt. You're on well, the love the tip. Thing is, is I like, get you're on the love tip. I mean, Mike Tyson just put out his like Hulu special. But the thing is, is like with that, everybody has their own journeys to come across. Okay. Sometimes some people can be other people's karma. That's what I was gonna say. Like, do you look down on like boxers? I, w- I or would fighters? never look down on everybody. I feel like there's a common like misconception of me is about me looking down on people and that's another reason why I can't get really close to a lot of people but it's not even that I would never judge anybody we're no longer we're no better or good have no more purpose than the tree outside the bug on the ground that tarantula in the aquarium and the rain that falls like the thing is with me is just like I'm, I don't I do not judge but I always see where we could have more love if that makes sense any I mean, I judge like child molesters. I judge people that have crappy content. Me too. I judge, I mean, but because I at some judging. point, well, I be judging. At some point, you get a. Con- I be gaveling. At some point, you get moral conscience, right? And you can make your own choices. Yeah. But then you have to think about what the hell happened in them as a kid to make them make them choices. Still, at the end of the day, you're still dangerous. at the end of the day, yes. You're too you're, dangerous. Yeah, and they should be away from society, right? Them type, like especially. Cause, cause I've been molested, like especially oh, that's child, yeah, child, like pedophiles and molesters. They said especially be, should be locked away. I've been molested, but you still have to think about what made them that way and the purpose in that way. Like at some point, we all develop a more conscious, right? You can make your own choices. Yeah, they effed up, but think about why they effed up. It's not just because they messed up, but why did they do it to begin with? And you have to go back to the roots. What happened to them in their childhood? You have to go back to that in their childhood, in their childhood, in their childhood, and you realize it's called generational trauma. I found that out in jail when I read that book. Generational trauma. And it's because of like the conversations that 30, 20, even 10, 5, 
50, 100 years ago, the conversations we're having now, we're, we're not able to have had. Mm. And that's when we people don't talk and can't work out their issues and feel like somebody else can resonate because as humans, we're, we are here to be, to love and be loved. And if we can't do that with others, we're actually going to close off and make our own conclusions. On top of that, toxins, the food, the water we drink, not even just Flint. Like, if they don't care about Flint, they're not going to care about the rest of our water. Water, the water that we drink, the food, everything else is put against us to devolve our human evolution because there's physical people here that love being rich. And they love, like... That's very, very true. Yeah, because eventually our whole goal is to move up there, you know? Our whole goal is to leave this this place. Is it? I think so. Earth has been trying to get rid of us. Mm. You know, have you heard of Elon Musk talk about like downloading your consciousness into a digital? Like, yeah, of course, because they still want that shit to be here. But at the same time, human emotion is calculated in like artificial intelligence, but they're not. It's not organic. It doesn't come from the earth like humans have. Like everything on this earth has literally been here for us to survive. But then Earth has been tired of us. Earth has reset way more times than what they say like they say it has happened. And I know that because I trust my gut, which they try to get you not to do. TikTok minutes or videos are only three minutes of video. You have your phones right here the whole time. You have lights and you have screens. It gives you very little time to look within yourself. Think about what the Egyptians did. They mm. looked within themselves and they evolved as a race, you know, for a certain point in time before they started. The first slaves were the Jews before they started doing that. Oh, snatch. She said the first. So I think you guys should look inside of yourselves, but also make sure you watch the Randy Savagery show. Then look into yourself. Tune in and make sure you catch the show. All right, continue. I don't want you to brainwash them out of Purple is a great color. (laughs) Not me for purple is the color of spirituality and healing. That's true. It's the color that's associated with Virgos a lot. So, like, what if, like, oh, yeah, because you don't judge anyone else. But, like, all right, so, like, if what if what if you, like, met someone, they're really cool, you start hanging out with them, but they are, like, the president of Marlboro Cigarettes. So they're well, like. Well, then I would, like, the thing is, it'd be how much of a bond, because the thing is with me is that I'm going to quit smoking vapes here in a couple weeks, and I should smoke cigarettes. I will never judge anybody, but if you're bad for my health, I won't be around you. I would wish you the best from afar, but I will not be around you. No, he's cool. Like, the person yeah. is cool. They're cool. That's fine. Be like, yeah, baby. Like, you know, I'm going to remind you how bad they are for you. He doesn't I'm going to remind you. I think you said he did smoke Marble cigarettes. No, he's the president of Marble cigarettes. Oh, that makes way more sense. Yeah. Okay. He contributes to the death of millions of Americans, you know? Then, but he's a good guy. And he, and he doesn't. Then I would constantly him. remind him what he's doing. Damn, all the time. All like, the time. <laughs> I don't give a, I don't, so I don't care. Like, like, literally, God one damn. of the things that I've been through, I do not care. I would constantly <laughs> remind him all the time. And then eventually, if he wants to stop hanging out with me, even though he has the influence to help people and stop making that, or maybe he could, I could show him different ways. Because the only reason why the people like don't want to do things, like especially like in that position, is because they're greedy. So I could probably help him invest into another company. I would do my research, try to invest <coughs> into another company where he pours money into that can help. And he can get that same return. And if I still can't provide that, I would constantly remind him all the time until you cutting me off. Let me ask you a question. What if he was like, if you can prove that you can give me the same return, I'd do it. Would you... Like, lay off of him till you find that company? I wouldn't lay off. I would still remind him. <laughs> I, would still remind, I would still remind him. I have an aunt, Aunt Rosanna. <laughs> she had cancer eight times, and she just recently died of lung cancer, and I'm pretty sure it's oh, because of cigarettes. Oh, It was about a year ago, but I just started processing her death a couple months ago. And she beat aunt cancer seven times or eight times before that. And this last time I seen her, I knew it was going to be the last time I seen her, she was like, you know, like, I'm going to die. She always told me, like, it was a mindset thing. She always told herself she was going to heal and then beat it, and then they kept on coming back for her. But she was such a good woman. Wow. So, like, 
Yeah, and like like I'm gonna quit smoking vapes here soon. Like I used to smoke cigarettes myself at one point, and then I went to vapes, and now I'm about to stop. I used to smoke weed like probably from 15 or 16 to 21, 20. Those are the good, that's yeah. the good stuff. That's the yeah. good stuff. It's the great stuff. It, it, it makes your vibes high. It's what they made it illegal for so long. But yeah. if you think about the like the world is changing itself, and we're able to smoke weed, and Ann Arbor certainly legalized mushrooms. Have you taken mushroom? Well, because of the things I rap about, I'm not gonna say yes or no. Oh, okay, if okay. That makes any sense. All right. Yeah, you know they just they killed they killed Pac, they killed Billy, they killed they killed they killed X, they killed Juice World. Yeah. They just killed B&B Rock, and they even like like literally like Kobe automatically like his plane or his helicopter and his daughter just crashed, and all these people were great for the black community. So for the record, I've never done mushrooms. Yeah, I have for the record. I don't know. That doesn't bother me. But they are wild. They're a wild experience for I think the sure. The more work, the more I'm alive. No, no, you do it. I don't think they'll kill me for my mushroom use. Because if they will, they're already getting me. I've like put videos up of me on mushrooms and stuff. I don't, I don't like. I don't fear death at all. Like, um, I knew it was something that I could get into or like that could happen for me because of the things I talk about. But I got some good camouflage. But I do feel like there's more work to do for me to do beyond past 25 and 35. So, for the record, I've never done any mushrooms. I've only went through multiple ego deaths without, <laughs> my, without mushrooms. We get, we, all right, all right. <laughs> but, all right, yeah, it's interesting that you bring that up, though, because, like, I, I haven't heard all your music, but from what I heard, it doesn't seem like you get in the beef stuff. Like, do you, or, cause like, I, like, there's been so many people trying to beef with me, but I don't care. Really? I, like, I, after like that fight from high school and after that, there was this woman, this middle aged woman while I was 18. I used to give her rides back and forth to work. I used to help her take care of her kids, give her fi- like financial stable, like stability. And then she effed me over because she got mad when I cut her off. So ever since then, like, I refuse. Like, the way you react to such situations is how people want you to react, especially as black people. Especially as black people. Like, they want you to get a certain reaction out of you so that you can fit their narrative. And I refuse to let anybody have me step out of character or give them that energy. Like, there's this girl I was really close friends with that got like back in back into her previous toxic relationship. That they did me both. They wished death on me, and they probably to this day are still talking crap about me. But I've not given them no response. I don't care to. And the thing I what I feel about balance is karmic energy. It's because I know when I come in people's lives, I never want to hurt them, take advantage of them, or use them. You know. Yeah. And like, and when they do that to me, well, karmically, you're gonna, I'm gonna get my lick back because that's not how balance works. Like I'm here to help, not hurt. That's nice. I've been through a lot of hurt. I, there's no reason for me to want to any, make anybody feel the way that I feel. That you felt? Felt. Well, no, no I'm not going to say. I just not started getting to therapy. I told you in the beginning. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm, I'm still You did, you did. I'm healing. I'm doing my best. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> Where'd you get them Cheetos from? The Cheetos fire. <laughs> the you Cheetos fire. Cheetos? Nope, he okay, only I'll keeps fire. Okay, I'll eat the fire. hot Cheetos, too. He only keeps fire Cheetos. It's only if we can pause so I can go pee again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can you pee? hit pause? I can be quiet. Is there any way? I'm sorry. I just got to pee. I can't even pee outside if you got, like, napkin or toilet paper. I know, oh, I know. You got napkin or toilet paper so I can wipe my cooch? Yeah. There is. There is. I'll pee outside. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I love it. I love it. I love it. Don't be sorry. That's dedication, hard work, if you ask me. I knew it would. It's all right, doggy. What about mine? Could you press stop, please? I'm so sorry. No, sorry. Oh, I know. Did you hit stop? 
Did you press stop?
you as a death point. Alright, I'll put you as a but. <clears throat> yeah, let me let me I wrap them up the same way every time. Watch. All right, so what I wanted to ask you, mm -hmm. if you could work with anyone in the industry that you haven't worked with yet, who would it be? Do you mean like show-wise or music-wise? Because I got two different interests for both. Well, you can give me both. Okay, show-wise, I would love to open for Doja Cat. Okay. But music-wise, if I can work with anybody from the Dreamfield label, or even some people from my city, like I like Rocky Bad, like I like a couple of songs that she had put out. I got offered to do a collab with her before, but I don't know if it's because I at that time, like I was egotistical or off the drugs, which I'm sober now, or what it was. It didn't work out, but I like to work with her because I love working with women, okay. or anybody off the Dreamville album or the Dreamville label, because they like um. I don't know. They're like with my tape drops on ten ten. Like they talk about like a lot of the same things I talk about, and I would love to grow my music and my craft and the way that they do it. Okay, that makes sense. I want you to give them your plugs. So tell them like your Instagram, your whatever you wherever you are. So you can um, listen to all of my music everywhere if you look up just my first name, which is Vinlia, V I N L E A, and then my tape drops on ten ten October tenth. Um, the tape title is called Urania, U-R-A-N-I-A, and you can still get that on all platforms, which will be included with a music video or two. You're on Spotify? Yeah. All right, SoundCloud? Spot yeah. Oh, okay. Spotify is exactly where I get the most of my plays from. All right. That's it. Oh, did it recognize your movement? Is that why it cut off? No, I think it cut off because it had the, the max amount. Oh. Hold on. Or I just didn't record it. Oh. Did record it. Redo it. I've been seeing so many spiders recently. Those are like cats. Uh, so, all, right, all right. I have a question to ask you. Yes, sir. If you could work with anyone in the industry that you haven't worked with already, who would it be? Anybody off the dream of a like label for sure. I love the things they talk about. It helps me resonate with things that I talk about my own tape, which drops on ten ten. It's called Urania, U R A N I A. And um, honestly, I would love to go on tour with Doja Cat. I don't. I liked about. I like the fact about her being mixed, um, and a lot of things about her music that I don't know what it was. Recently, I started playing her album. It took a long time for her to get to me, but she finally did. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Um. Oh yeah, and I also like to work with anybody um in Detroit also. Like Rocky Bad, like she's she's dope as hell. I like I like a lot of like the stories she talks about, especially things about her struggles. You know. Yeah. So I would love to work with her anytime. Um, 
her manager had offered like a free collab before. I don't know. Rather, it's because like I'm a, I'm a recovery addict. Um, at that time, I was off a lot of drugs or I was like extremely egotistical. But either way, like I would love to finally get the collab started as well. I probably got to reach out and get that fixed up. Oh, and Tiny Jag. <laughs> I would love to work with Tiny Jag. Oh, yeah, yeah I love that woman. <laughs> Give my people at home your plugs, like your Instagram, wherever it is that you do your thing online, digitally based. Okay. Um, you can follow my Instagram at lalavinlea, L-A-L-A-V-I-N-L-E-A. And to like plug in any other my music at all, it's on all platforms, especially on my tape drops, and including a couple music videos. Just look up the name Vinlea, V is in Victor, I, and is in Night, L-E-A. And um, I will be there. I, I don't think there's anybody else making music named Vinlea or anybody named Vinlea. All right, you cool. You really were <laughs> super unique. Thank you, Randy. Yeah. That's it. End of the Randy Savage Show. Boom. He said it was the end of the Randy Savage Show.